can learn so much from the book. You can learn from a lot of mentors. You can learn from everything. You can literally be a walking dictionary. But if you don't step out from your comfort zone and take action, nothing will happen. You're listening to the She Renovates podcast. You're listening to She Renovates, the podcast for women who want to renovate to create an income and a life they love. Well, welcome to the podcast today, everyone, and it's my absolute pleasure to invite a friend, a renovating friend of mine along, Fung Co Buckland. Fung lives in Adelaide with her supportive husband, Paul, and she's mum to two teenage boys, Ben and John, and she aptly named her business after her boys. It's called Ben John. Fung is a former pharmacist and we met through Adelaide Property Meetup Circles, but we also worked at the same hospital together, which is a bit of interesting trivia. <laughs> Fung is super fun, she's super driven and she's taken time out of her life today to join us and we're very grateful for that. So Fung, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you very much for having me, Michelle. It's a pleasure. And the first thing I wanted to ask you, Bernadette and I are going to share the questions today, but why renovation? Well, let me take you back my my journey. So we used to be told that we need to buy certain amount of properties in order to retire. So we did. So we bought about 14 in a short period of six years. And those 14 were all negative gear property. So then we've been told that we need to offload them. So the only way to offload them to make some money, to renovate them. And that's how I kind of stumbling into renovation. And But I really enjoyed that journey because I actually has drive all that renovation skill on my own investment property. And I can see that payments that coming in and that really made me excited. So that's why I kind of really steer towards the renovation, partly because it is a quick in and out. You get paid sooner compare with developments. You know, developments now you're talking about 16, 18, 24 months to get out to get paid. And renovation, you can actually turn something really not very beautiful into something really beautiful. So you can see the before and after result. And I like design. So literally, I'm the brand behind all my renovations. So I design all the layout, all the color scheme and all that. So in short is I like the in and out project so I can get paid for that. Can I just jump in there, Michelle? Yes. Really love the way Fung talks about herself as being the brand behind the renovations. Like so good because you've developed a, I assume, a signature look and mm-hmm. you're really, yeah, that's awesome. I like my cookie cutter style because we are not as good as men so we are not good at tools and we are not born to use tools. Like, seriously, I, I like to use my finger to do the walking. So, you know, the, remember the yellow pages used to say use a finger to do the walking? So I use my finger to get my trainees to do the job for me. But having said that, I know because I've seen Fung's beautiful renovations and I know at times she has put in the hard yards with the jackhammer, et cetera, et cetera. So she is very, <laughs> she's being very modest. She's very skilled on the tools, but rightly so. She's moved on to project management and outsourcing the jobs, which is fantastic. So, Fung, what I wanted to ask you next was how many projects do you have on the go and how do you manage so many at once? Are you superwoman? Right now, we have eight on the go. (gasps) Wow, that's amazing. By 2nd of 
September, yeah, that is literally another few more months. I will have 10 by 2nd of September. So we've got two more coming that we just bought recently. So I guess you just need a very good team that help you out because I can't do eight by myself. So I literally rely on a lot of my teams. I recently just appointed a site supervisor for me as well. So which means I use his time, mostly his time and his skill to help me to run around different sites for me. So I can look after four sites, he looks after the four and then we swap over so we know what is happening. So currently we have eight on the go. Amazing. Congratulations. Bernadette, I'll hand over to you. I just wanted to jump in there. So what sort of scopes are you renovating to? Like what sort of renovations? Are you doing any structural work? Are you like how far do you go? Well, as far as we can. So it can be as simple as a two-bedrooms unit Renault, which currently we're doing four for a client. And then we go to the other extreme is 60 square metre extension at the back of the house in Torrensville. Yeah. So that would involve a lot of structure and anything in between that is all structural. So we always got our structure engineer involved to design all the beams and so on. So we usually don't just walk in and that's cosmetic renovate. We usually tend to pull out at least two walls to open up the space. That's what we usually do. Yeah, awesome. And so is there any particular software or tools that you use in order to help you to manage your projects? If you look at me, you know I'm very old-fashioned. <laughs> I don't know how to use software. So I use a lot of spreadsheets. So I use spreadsheets to manage my project. Right. So I would literally just type in the date of each month and then I will color, color code the project themselves. Like every trade has got the different color coding. And so if anything got pushed back, then I literally just change the spreadsheet and move it back. Yeah, so I don't use any Gantt chat or anything because I find it, it's a little bit challenging for my technology side of brand. Yeah, I must admit I have tended to use Gantt or like Excel as a Gantt chart basically, mm-hmm. which I think is what you're talking about more or less. But it does have some limitations in terms of if you get changes to the program But, yeah, no, that's interesting, and you're running eight projects like that. So let's talk about your joint ventures. So how do you find your joint venture partners? That's interesting. It's probably from a community. Like, you know, sometimes we have a meetup, and then I think the first one is started off talking to someone about my frustration because at that time I was still in the negative gear zone that I can't borrow money. So I actually say to this lady, say, look, you know, I'm getting quite stuck that I can't move on because I can flip my own project, but I can't do much. And it is true, just a chin wagging, talking. And she said, oh, why don't we just do a JV? I said, like, what do you mean? She said, oh, I can borrow, but I don't have time. And that's how it kicks off. It just takes time to have a chit chat with someone. You never know what the other person got or what they don't have because to her, if she has no time, she got the borrowing capacity and, and I got the cash. She hasn't got the cash. So we kind of just fit in together to fill in the gap from each other. And that's how we started. And since then, because I do a lot of Facebook posting of my progress, not because I want to have more JB partner, but I want people to learn. 
to, to learn from the real life action. So then I get, then I attract more people. Like I got people messenger me to say, oh, we got this money. We don't have time or we don't have experience. Can we do a JV? And that's how it snowballed the whole thing. So now and I have to say, I max out. I can't take any more in because if I do 10 at once, it is a lot for me and for my team. I actually expand my team two of everything, so two towers, two electricians, two of everyone now. I can't take more, even though I have more people knocking on my door to say, I want to do a JV with you. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And so you work in Adelaide. What suburbs are you working in? Mostly the east and the west. The east and the west. So like Norwood, those sorts of areas? So we have done, Michelle probably remember the first one she bailed me out. It was in Tasmo. I was in Japan at that time. And then one of my tradies pulled out on me. So Michelle jumped in and really bailed me out while I was so far away. So that was our first project in the east. Then after that, we've done water park. Avondale and another Avondale coming out. And then we do, we have done a lot of East, so like Marland, Torrensville, Flinders Park, and a lot of Coffee area like Semaphore, Semaphore Park, Labs Bay, and all the area. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. You're a rock star. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still learning because every project got a lot of curly challenges that I'm still learning. Oh, look, totally. And I think the thing is, the day you stop learning, when you think you know it all, that's when trouble sets in, isn't it? Mm. Or you just have to move on to a different career. If you know that you know everything, that's when you have to move on to do something more challenging. Did you mention what your original career, what you were prior to starting renovating? I was a pharmacist. Wow. Yes. So it was a big jump from a drug dealing position to something totally <laughs> different <laughs> Not about, you know you know what I mean like dispensing yeah. medication doing counseling nothing to do with tools and nothing to do with trading so it was a really big leap of faith I should say but I believe I made that right choice yeah beautiful how long have you been full-time renovating for I've been doing this transition slowly over the last four years okay. so the joint Venture Partnership actually started back in 2018, end of 2018. So then I was slowly cutting down my hours. So from four days a week to three days a week to two days a week to one day a week. And then one day every fortnight, then one day every month. And last year, November, I officially given up my pharmacy license. Wow. That's a big step. It is a big step because I can't get it back anymore, Michelle. I'm no longer a drug dealer. <laughs> You're no longer a drug dealer. <laughs> well, you're obviously at a point where you are feeling that you've got a process and you're in a position, you're in control of your financial future and that's a great way or great place to be and that's something mm-hmm. that really we work at getting our women to this stage and I'm really grateful to you for coming on because, I think what you're showing is that there's opportunity everywhere and you just need to be ready to pick it up. Yeah, I mean, I started with just cash to start off with. So if people come and say to me, oh, I don't know how to start or blaming everything, then they have to look inward to say, look, what can I do to make my own situation better? Yeah. But every woman out there have that choice to make themselves better. I, I winch about it to say I can't borrow money. 
but then here comes someone that say I can I can lend you money and I can do that so that's all you have to do is just go out there and talk to people yeah. I mean you know there are people out there who has hasn't got the skill and people don't have the knowledge or people don't even have the courage to do it yeah. I mean that really is just for us as a renovator to fill in that gap yeah yeah excellent and so do you mind talking about profit margins yeah, I um well when I talk about return of the investment, we usually don't talk about percentage. The reason is to me percentage doesn't mean a lot to me when I go to the bank and bank that money. I always talk about dollar value. So for us is every dollar that we put in for renovation, we we're not talking about deposit or anything, but just a renovation cost. Every dollars we put in we must get $2 back. So that $2 is $1 of your capital and $1 is your net profit. So that is almost 100% return in terms of your renovation costs. So basically for me, as I said to Michelle, in order for me to take on a project, it has to make at least 50000 for me every project for my share. Otherwise, I would rather stay at home because the time and the effort that you put in, it has to work something. So I set myself... A, a basic benchmark to say if I if this project bring me fifty thousand every ten fourteen weeks I'm happy but usually it takes more than it, it brings in more than that so currently my every project for me to take in every week if we divide that by per week I actually bank in between five to ten thousand a week per project but I'm doing eight amazing. So, Fung, as we come toward the end of our amazing chat, I wanted to ask you, what would be top tips for women who have, let's say, done one or two projects but are wanting to transition into multi-property renovations? The key thing is you need to have a really good team. Mm. I think without the team, you can't go very far. So you need to set up your, we call the A team. So, so someone that you can rely upon as soon as you call them, they say, yes, I can be this week not someone tell you that I can be there in two months or let me check my diary. So that will actually help you to propel yourself and your business a lot further. So A team is key. And second thing, I always talk about technology, even though I'm not really good at it, but I like to use WhatsApp because WhatsApp got video in there. So usually if I cannot be on site, all, all my tradies got WhatsApp as well. So they can walk around the site and ask me all the questions, say, what do you want to do with this? Where do you want the PowerPoint to be? So then you don't spend time driving too much. Because I have eight now, so it's hard to take all these WhatsApp calls all the time. That's why I got a site supervisor. So for anyone want to upscale, you always need to have two things. is to have the courage to take that bigger steps and then to have an A team. Awesome. We talk a lot about mindset and I work with the students on mindset at the School of Renovating and it really is a huge component of success and I think you hit the nail on the head with the word courage. It's having the courage to step outside your comfort zone, step outside of what you were used to and transition to pharmacist or whatever it was you were doing before and moving into full-time upscale renovator. Well, exactly, because you can learn so much from the book you can learn from a lot of mentors. You can learn from everything. You can literally be a walking dictionary. But if you don't step out from your comfort zone and take action, nothing will happen. Yes. So, so, you know, I've seen a lot of other of my friends that keep signing up to different courses. And and then when you see them, I say, have you done the project yet? So they say, no, we're still waiting for the perfect moment. I say, like, when is that perfect moment going to come? No, they say, well, let me finish this course first. 
So I, I see this person already done like three projects, already banking so much money, and mm. they are still spending money trying to get themselves organized. I know everyone is different. They need yes. to you know, have a different comfort to them. But if, if you are too scared, then team up with someone else. Let someone hold your hand through that process. At least you learn from a real-life experience. And that's why I always say to my JV partners, I'm happy for you to come on site. You can learn. You can all you can have all my trade release, but I want you to take action because I don't want to hold your hand for the next 20 projects. I want to teach you to do. You, you come and learn and experience a real life, and that's how everyone get moving together. Yeah, that's that's fantastic advice. And from what about the other side of business, perhaps the bookkeeping or the business side of the business? Who do you have on your team for that part of your renovation journey? That's called a husband. he's the one doing all the paperwork like the all the joint venture contract all the heads of agreement and then of course we have our own accountant and we're still doing all our own spreadsheets and excel and so on because i like to keep track on the expenses the in and out so it's not too hard actually if you have a system set up it's not going to be too hard especially if you're just doing one or two or three projects it's quite easy to keep track on all the the expenses and the payment it depends on the agreement that you have with your joint venture partner because some of them are in charge of all the payments themselves and some uh, some of them will say look I want to be totally hands off I don't want to do anything other than a paycheck at the end of the project then I'll take over the whole all of the job and I'll just key the invoice in or the receipt in there, send them a lump sum payment invoice and they pay me back. So it's a different arrangement. But at this stage with only eight, we don't think we need to get any bookkeeper on board yet. I actually look at that before and I was like, oh, no, I still can handle that. But we might actually look at the virtual assistant down the track. I need to investigate on that. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And this in so many ways is a simple question, but it's really what everyone struggles with in life on top of the mindset. How do you balance family life, being a mum and your other needs that you have within the family? Have you got some tips on that? Oh, I sometimes I will be on site until late, five, six o'clock. So I'll pick up the kids because my kids got a lot of after-school activities, so it's a good time for me to pick them up. And my husband helps a lot as well because most of the day he works from home now so he can pick up the kids too. But in terms of the cooking side, I'm struggling a bit because you know how you have to go to do shopping, unpacking, cooking, prepare meal. So that side, I managed to handle that quite well. Actually, organize someone to cook for us twice a week now. Great. So at least those two nights, at least I know I don't have to worry no one is going to die from starvation. No one is going to call me out to say, what's for dinner tonight? And all that. So the food will be delivered to the door. And all I have to do is heat up the food and we all can sit down and eat as a family. Love it. Love it. No, that's awesome. Well, before we finish up, is there anything else you want to share? Any inspirational points for our women renovators who are looking to you and thinking how amazing you are and so many women will be inspired by our talk today for well, I, I think just one word, just take action. <laughs> just yeah. do something. Do something better than doing nothing. Because when you learn from, you know, Benedict and you and everyone else, if you don't take action, you will never improve. So just take some action. Even though, let's say, worst case scenario, you don't make any profit at all. 
but at least you learn experience. And yes. that is as long as you don't make a loss, you gain something out of it and you don't make the same mistake again. That's what I say to everyone else. Just go out there and do something. Wonderful. That's really great advice. And we're so thankful that you made the time to come on today because, as Michelle said, I know that you'll inspire many women. No, I hope that will help everyone because, like, you know, not every woman has husband or partners or anything like that. So you don't have to rely on someone because, you know, we all got two hands, we've got two legs. We got given 24 hours a day, just like everyone else. So why can't we make a difference ourselves? So that's my motto for that. Because if my husband walk out on me, at least I know I got my skill. I don't have to depend on him. I will survive. You will. You will. Um, yes. Well, let's hope it doesn't get to that. <laughs> no, I'll clean him out first. <laughs> I'll take him out of the laundry and clean him out first. I reckon, I reckon if he does the books, he's a keeper. Just saying. God, yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. Depending on where he shift that money to. <laughs> oh, <fair laughs> <enough>. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, yeah. Thank well, you so much for having me. Yep. That's well, excellent. good luck with everyone. So I'll just take action and there's lots of opportunity out there. Thank you. If you want to meet up with a group of savvy renovating, I shouldn't say it's all women because it's not, but savvy renovators, I'll say, come over and join She Renovates. It's completely it's free Facebook group and it is growing at the rate of knots. We hit a thousand members just recently and now it seems to have picked up momentum. And so they are all savvy renovating women and men that are working their little hearts out to live a better life through renovating. Join if you're not already a member and then ask, comment and do whatever you would like to do in order to further your renovation journey. And that's it for me today. So I'll see you next week. This is the She Renovates podcast. To discover how to harness the power of renovating, check out theschoolofrenovating.com.